So we're back, just sneaking in a cheeky end-of-year episode. Welcome to the Selling on eBay radio show. We're here to save you money, to increase your sales, and to have fun. Yep. This is fake announcer guy saying here's Philip and Sherry. So that's uh, Sherry Smith and Philip Jackson for the uh, end of year selling on eBay radio show. Not the usual stuff this week, something slightly different. Sherry, we have a special guest. That's right. We have Will Conway. His store is Oddities and Commodities, selling off and on for the last 20 years, Mm -hmm. but really getting serious on eBay for the last six months. So, Will, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. So you were telling me about some of the strange things that you've sold. What is the strangest thing you have sold? So recently, uh, a couple of the strange items that I've sold. The number one is probably a, a yearbook that I found that had uh, Jack Kevorkian in it, and uh, <laughs> he was known as Doctor Death. Um, so I live here in Michigan, and somebody must have went to school with him and had a yearbook that had him in it. So it was pretty cool. Wow! Uh, made a couple bucks on that, so that was nice. Can we ask how um, much? What would that go for? I wonder. Yeah, so I purchased for I purchased it for fifty bucks, and I sold it for I think one twenty five. Uh, wow. So that was pretty cool. Um, That's impressive. Yeah, it's not bad. I had to go back to the third day of the estate sale because they wanted a lot for it on the first <laughs> day. But um, but it was still there on the third day, so it was nice. Um, yeah, that's so strange because I would think that most of his fans are no longer with us. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another item that I got recently was a, uh, a fraternity paddle that had been signed by all the... Uh, the frat brothers from Michigan state. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they'd use this for probably initiations, I believe. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. much did that sell for? Uh, that one's, that wasn't quite as profitable, but I, I think I paid $20 for it. I think it sold for like 60 bucks or something like that. It wasn't, wasn't a huge sale, but it was, it was interesting. Yeah. When you can triple what you paid for it, I think that's a good turnaround. Yeah. Uh, yep. the other one was uh, the higher profit item was the wheelchair. I was actually at a, I was heading home from picking up some stuff from an online estate sale and I didn't have any room in the car, but I stopped at a Goodwill that I know has decent stuff. And they had like a, uh, a wheelchair there for like playing basketball, like an athlete would use, Oh, you know, like a special, uh, special, I realized it was a special one. And, um, so I purchased that for $30 and it sat for two or three weeks, but I sold it to someone in Florida for about 500 bucks. That's so that was, awesome. Uh, that was nice. And it wasn't too bad to ship either. I just got a Gaylord box from work and uh, took the wheels off it and kind of crammed it in there nicely. And uh, it made it safely and didn't it wasn't messed up when I got there. So it was nice. Um, Did that exceed the size limits for like UPS ground or FedEx ground? It went Gaylord UPS. Uh, it went UPS ground. So I took the Gaylord box and like essentially cut it in half and kind of clamshelled it together. Uh, so uh, it was essentially about the half of the size of a Gaylord box, not quite okay. a whole Gaylord box, but uh, okay. that material was nicer because it's like thicker cardboard and stuff. And it was, uh, I was able to like zip tie it to the box and it was, it wasn't very secure when I, when I got there. Well done because I have yeah. pushed the limits of the size limit before you have to yeah. go to freight. So I'm You're like, right. wait a minute. Oh. That's great. Yeah, that's going to be my next adventure is uh, trying to ship something large. I'm, I'm looking for like a large commercial item that I have to sh- ship freight so that I can kind of get my feet wet in that department. Oh, well, remind me later. You can email me and I'll send you my freight guy because oh, awesome. I, do, I do do a lot of freight. And I will tell you, I'll tell you all that if you're going to sell something with freight, don't ever have the buyer pay you for the freight have them just have them pay you the purchase price, you know, through eBay 
and then connect them with a freight carrier if they would like, or they can use their own person. But the key is they have to pay them directly. And that way, when they get the item, they can't just refuse delivery and have you out both ways freight. So they, uh, that's why you do it that way. I see. I see. And presumably, if they are slow to pick it up, you end up picking up daily charges if it sits in the warehouse beyond the normal pickup window. So it's like exactly import export. You know, there's lots of additional charges that quickly rack up if the buyer's not on the case. Yeah, sure. and one time I had a uh, blast chiller with like a flashing at the top that was bent slightly from the shrink wrap, and. I'm not even sure it wouldn't just bend back into place, but I'm always reasonable and we'll give a partial refund. But I think she bought the thing for a thousand dollars. The freight was eight hundred dollars and um, she was refusing delivery. And basically I had to give it to her for free or I'd be out freight both ways. So I've always just connect them, let them pay freight directly and it will pretty much solve all your problems or prevent all your problems. So keep that in mind. All right, so who wants to play some eBay Jeopardy yeah. for the end of the year? Okay. Does that sound fun? <laughs> this is how Sherry does All our right. show. We'll see if we like it or if I'm going to be fired permanently. Okay, so, Will, here are the categories. We're going to go to you first. Okay. And by the way, there is a prize. I have an eBay co-branded uh, duffel bag. Nice. Um. I also have some other things, but that's the biggest item. And I would be happy to send that to you if you get at least $100 worth of points. Okay. Okay. So here's your categories. eBay trivia, selling, starts with S or P. And um, from each one of those, you could choose $100, $200, $300, $400, or $500. Uh, presumably it gets more difficult when it gets to be more expensive, but I did it at six in the morning. So we'll see what happens. What category would you like to choose? Uh, let's do starts with SRP. All right. And for what amount of money? Uh, 100. Okay. All right. Starts with SRP. If you haven't figured it out already, might be something about Sherry or Philip. Okay. Sherry sells blank therefore she sells everything from vintage barbie clothes to commercial meat grinders Uh, sherry sells um now if you want you can take a pass and philip can take a stab at it you didn't tell me i was gonna be involved in this that's a cruel trick to play on me i'm gonna pass Okay, Philip, do you want to take a stab at it? Uh, just rephrase the question if we can. Do you want me to give you guys a hint? No, no, give... just, just, I think we can get there. I just rem- okay. I didn't write anything down. I didn't think I was, I was going to be in the loop okay, on this. Okay, Sherry's, um, you know, business model yes. is this. Very good. Therefore, she sells a huge variety of items. Got it. Do I have to do it in the form of a question or can we skip that? <laughs> oh, don't do it formally. Just blurt oh, it out. And Will, well, if you've got it in your mind, I, I, you can I think we're talking go. consignment. Yes, we are. Woo-hoo! There you That's go. right, well Philip. Fantastic. Okay. Now, since you got that turn, it's back to you, Will. eBay okay. trivia selling or starts with S or P? Trivia. Um, let's do eBay trivia. All right. For how much? For 100. For 100. Okay. Going easy here. Okay. That one wasn't clicking. If someone's cleaning 
Oh, no. No, I don't like that one. <laughs> We're going to go to a different one. One second here. It just clicked to the wrong box. This is complicated. I know. You must spend a lot of time on this. Here it is. I found it. In determining if an item is worth selling, this feature sets eBay apart from other sites. It's a multiple choice question. A, you can list almost anything on eBay, even if it will prove to be a total waste of time. B, everything's worth selling. Just spend your time listing instead of wondering if it will sell. Or C, eBay allows you to see what an item has sold by, has sold for, and you can also look on Terapeak on eBay, which goes back three years. Which approach should you take in determining what you want to sell? I would say C. Yes. <laughs> Good job. All right. Now you're going to get in a groove. Hey, guys. Okay. If that wasn't a confusing question. Okay. Back to the start. Um, Philip, do you oh, want okay. to give it to Will since he's on a roll yeah, here? I'll, uh, I'll let Will steal this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to remind you of the categories? Trivia, selling, or S&P. Are those the ones? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do S&P go- again. Oh, okay. For how much? For 200 Okay. Working our way up. Before selling on eBay full-time... Philip worked as a A, U.S. diplomat to the U.K. Secret agent. B, a product manager, which is why eBay should consult him before making any changes to the user interface. Or C, MI6, which is why he's now hiding out in the swamplands of Florida protected by alligators. Wow, you're amazing, Philip. You don't stay in hiding very well, do you? I think I'll go with uh, answer B. All right. Do you listen to the show much? <laughs> I do. I do. Oh, okay. Nice. I like there it. You. Okay. Back to back to you, Will. All right. Uh, so I'm choosing a category, or um. Yeah, you can choose yeah, any okay. of the categories. Let's do, e- let's do eBay trivia for two hundred. Okay. Who is eBay's CEO? Oh man, I I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Philip? Well, I believe I can no, chip in No, did here. you want to do your sound effect? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, sorry, that one. There you go. I was going to chip in and give me the ding for getting it right, because I do know that one. <laughs> okay, go for um, it. I'll mispronounce can... it, I'm sure, but it's Mr. Jamie Iannone. All right, nicely done. Okay. Um, Will, back to you. <laughs> sure. Um, let's do shipping for 100. Okay. Now, so this is selling, but it can include oh, selling, shipping selling, for sorry. sure. Yeah, that's okay. It probably does have a lot with shipping. In determining if an... Oh, well, we already did that one. A selling for 100. Let's do 200. Okay. Okay. Oh, currently, eBay will send you a 1099K if your sales meet either of these criteria. Oh, no, it's actually both of these criteria. 620,000? Uh, Is that right? Sort of. Uh, no, but oh. you got half of it. We'll give you a ding. <laughs> I don't know the answer myself. $20,000 yeah. and 200 items. Ah, uh, 200. Ah, uh, that's right. That, uh, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. We're, the thing we're fighting against is having it be one item in $600. Right, right, right. Okay. Moving right along. What do you want to switch your category from selling or we've got some more eBay trivia. Yeah. Let's do eBay trivia. Okay. How much? For 300 
All right. Oh, Jamie Iannone's dog is a... You would know this. That's a pretty loyal listener question because I can't. I know you've discussed it, but I don't remember what the answer is. You don't is. remember? Oh, Philip. We, we discussed it's it because you don't have dogs. Because you why quizzed you don't him know. when we sent you off to this San was Jose my one piece of with a tape recorder to try and get the, get the cheeky interview. <laughs> and you came back with nothing apart from a story about his dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we talked about. Um, there you go. Do you want me? Do you want to phone a friend? You can call me. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm probably gonna, a different I'm show. Gonna a, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and just yes? say a German short hair. <laughs> oh, I like that you tried. I, I love that. It's a Burma doodle. I would have never guessed. Okay. Now, do you want to move on to eBay trivia for 400? It kind of builds on the last, I believe. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Jamie Iannone keeps a picture of blank next to his webcam to make him happy when he's on Zoom meetings all day. Mm. Mm. And if you want a hint, I'll give you a hint. Yeah, let's get a hint. Let me just tell you that he's the one that brought up the topic when he met me, that he liked my dog in my logo. Okay. And that's how I learned about oh, his Oh, I see. I see. He keeps a photo of his dog. Yes. Nice. Well done. All right. What do you want to do next? Um, what's, uh, we got SRP still, right? For three. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Philip's advice for being more Uh-oh. successful selling on eBay is a, be the highest bidder on promoted listings. <laughs> B, find your niche. <laughs> Specialize. C, sell the cheapest items you can get your hands on. I'd say B. Find your name. Yes. He knows Philip. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A is my is my policy. Just spend <laughs> as much as you can on eBay. promoted listings. <laughs> All right. What's next? Um, SRP for 400. Okay. Get brave. Sherry's source of merchandise is A, thrifting and dumpster diving. Uh-huh. B, porch pirating. Or C, selling on consignment. Tough one. As much as I'd like to think that you're a porch pirate, I'm going to go with answer C. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know. Maybe in another life. Maybe. Okay. What's next? Um, is there anything left on eBay trivia? There is. There's a 500. Oh. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's see if it's still about the dog. Okay. The most expensive item sold on eBay was... This is a hard one. This one's worth 500. This one's not multiple choice, I take it. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Silence. Let's say uh, a fossilized dinosaur egg. Ooh, I sold (laughs) a fossilized, a portion of a dinosaur head. Oh, nice. For a couple hundred dollars. Nice. Uh, Philip, do you have any idea? I believe that might be incorrect. I think it might be a yacht. Oh my gosh, yes. Do you know how much? Uh, a couple of million? 20 million? Can't remember. Where's your burp? Oh. Um, $168 million. Oh, there you go. But you still do get the the credit because you knew it was a super yacht. Only maybe like 10 years ago, it was an airplane. 
So the super yacht has superseded the airplane. Wow. All right. Um, Will, you want to do another one or two? Yeah, let's do a, uh, is there anything left in selling? For, yeah, or? you've got 300 to five, yeah. 300, 400, 500. Let's do 300. Okay. Oh, how funny. I must have gotten interrupted by the kids. <laughs> um, this is half done. eBay doesn't need to raise their lift, listing fees because A, they make so much money on promoted listings. I'm sorry. I got the mark. B, they don't employ 10,000 people. Or C, they don't really care about the bottom line. I'm going to say A. <laughs> this is not factual, but I, I'm going to go with A as well. <laughs> oh, I know what my other one was. I'm just going to say. Um, nope, that's another question. Never All mind. All right. Well done. Okay, I blew that one. Do you want to do selling for 400 Yes. Okay. Okay. eBay rolled out the promoted listings feature in 2015 because A. People were no longer falling for listing upgrades such as bold title for $4 and subtitle for $2.50. B. They needed a new revenue stream before splitting with PayPal. C. They wanted to see if people would be dumb enough to bid against each other for placement on search results. Tempting to hit the button. <laughs> so if I'm you gonna, want, gonna, you can go. Oh, go ahead. I'm going to kind of guess here, and I'm going to go with B. I, you know what? I'm going to go with B, too. Again, there's nothing scientific was B? about was this. was B again? They needed a new revenue stream before oh, splitting okay. with PayPal. That's right. very risque <laughs> so for you. Normally, you you're say? pretty good about, you know, not uh, not criticizing eBay's promotional techniques. <laughs> I know. I was kind of like... Well, there goes your visit to San Jose next summer. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know if they're listening. <laughs> I was feeling kind of obnoxious this morning. All right. So... We do have two more, selling for 500 or oh, yes. S&P for 500. Let's do S&P for 500. Okay. Oh, good. There's something there. The top criteria for Sherry's employees is A, they are more mature, have sold at flea markets, but may have never Googled an item. Hmm. B, they write flowery and verbose descriptions. C, they like Sherry's dogs and are young enough to know how to use technology. I like C. <laughs> yes. You know me, dogs, Will. Dogs. I, Anything I with dogs known. in must be the right answer. You can tell. <laughs> All right. Well, we can either wrap it up or do the last one. Philip, what it's going to be? Uh, let's do one more. Then I think we probably flog this thing to death and we can move on after that. Okay. We? Okay. <laughs> Selling for 500 all right. Oh, guess what? I didn't get to that one, so it looks like we're done. Park that. Very good. Okay, yeah. Sherry, thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> Surprisingly detailed amount of show prep, actually. I was, uh, was very thank impressed. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Very it good. took a long time. It <laughs> was a lot of fun. All right, well done. Okay. Uh, well, let's press on. Uh, we said uh, we would do, I think we said we'd do some hits and misses from uh, the year 2023. A um, couple of things that maybe went well from an eBay point of view, a couple of things that mm, we took exception to. Who's going to go first? Sherry, do you want to start the ball rolling? Oh, my favorite is that eBay shows the fees on the order details page now because, as all of you listeners know, I record my sales at the time of shipping and I go to the order details page to put it 
on my consigner sheet. That's my favorite. I love it. And do you think they uh, do that because they listen to you? Just, I do. You, yeah. I, I mean, you're taking credit for that one. Okay, That's I'm going to have to take credit for that one because I've been begging to yeah. them to do that on any kind of feedback session I've ever been involved with with them. Okay, well done. Good result. Thank you. <laughs> do you want another one for me, um, or, or do you want to mix it what's up? It? I'll, I'll, I'll mix it up. Here's here's okay. one for you from me. Good things that happened in 2023 was the, and I think it happened that year, um, was the hidden. Super secret, lost somewhere in a menu on the site page, the ability to download the personal data that eBay holds on you as a seller. You can file a request. And why is this interesting? Well, no one else talks about it, so I thought we'd mention it again here because it's a little exclusive that we get on about. But more importantly, and perhaps interestingly, is that part of the data that you can see is all the DSR scores that you were awarded by your buyers. Mm. which, you know, may not be earth-shattering, but it's nice to kind of see what was going on. And maybe someone did a drive-by ding and, and just gave you a bunch of low scores without necessarily verbalizing it. Um, and uh, I find that sort of stuff interesting because, like every eBay seller, I'm a perfectionist. And I want to know where I'm being downscored. I don't think you can do anything about it. It'd be totally against eBay policy to ring up the uh, the buyer and have a go at them. But uh, it's nice to know. And obviously, you, you can do secretly have, resent them, though. You can resent them, and if you really want to get even, you can block them from future purchases. So nice. there you go. So that's a little known fact about eBay that happened in 2023. Will you got something for us? Uh, yeah, so since I'm still pretty new, I guess I'm not sure what exactly is new this year versus last year, but uh, just. Gaining some traction with the eBay algorithm has been nice. You know, uh, they've been sending some sales my way, so oh. that's that's been a good thing. And I think that's just from consistency and uh, shipping on time and packaging properly and all that stuff. But uh, I feel like I've fall finally fallen into their good graces, so that's something positive that's happened. This and are year. you one of those people who religiously just lists stuff like every day of the week in order to keep the machine fed with the uh, uh, nibble every day? To I think that's the mentality, but uh, I work full time, so you know I I don't always succeed in that. But uh, maybe I'll end and uh, sell similar just to kind of keep the uh, keep the machine going. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm trying to, but you know I'm I'm part time, so okay, very good. Yep. Yeah, that's impressive that you're working full time and still really getting things going. Yeah. Trying. So yeah, on my bad list is just not something that started this year. It's just something I learned about this year. And that is that you cannot bulk edit charity in or out of your listings. Oh. And that came up for me because to be part of a certain promotion, we needed to donate at least 10%. So I picked 100 listings and did that. And then when the promotion was over, I think that some of my workers maybe did sell similars from those listings for my other items. So I periodically get an email that I've donated money <laughs> and it takes several steps to figure out what listing that was for. So, so charity that, is not part of the bulk edit tool. It's not a column that says how much goes to charity that you can just edit. No. So oh. I would have to go into every one of my 1600 listings and to edit and look and see if a portion is being donated and edit it. Yeah, I don't think it's a field on the download current listings report either. So it might be something you just go and inspect one by one. 
one by one. Oh my goodness. I'm like, never mind. I'll just donate whatever. Could you filter <laughs> when, you, when you search your own stuff? Is there a um, one of the sort of the more obscure selection oh. boxes to say proceeds go to charity? Don't even tell me you just solved my problem. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I that's... think you did. Oh. oh my gosh! So what you're gonna we're gonna do is go to search advanced. Well, you do that now while we talk me. about something else, and then okay, you can I'll come go... back and, and see what you think. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, another one. If I if I can chip in, another another good thing actually. Uh, you you went down to meet the eBay folks in San Jose last year, Sherry. I got yes. the call this year after a lot of well persuasion of people to try and let me in and it was very interesting to go behind the scenes and look at the ebay open stuff that goes on and the people behind it and ebay open i think it went incredibly well yes they're kind of down the road now of doing these virtual events but i think it went very well it went very smoothly it seemed to go fine and you don't realize to take a peek behind the curtain just how much resource they put into how important it is to the folks at ebay how many people are involved in that. And also this year, particularly how seller-centric it was. They really seem to have um, got that message that sellers want to hear mostly from other sellers. I mean, to the point at which I thought some sessions were too too seller-centric because it went over my head. But uh, um, there we are. So eBay Open was good. And, and also just chatting to the, the eBay folks on their own turf, kind of off the record. As ever, they they seem such wonderfully nice and committed people. Um, they I don't are. always agree with their decisions collectively, but individually, they are. I think, without exception, amazing, amazing people. I agree. I I'm really attached to them, and a good amount of them have been there for over ten years, which says a lot about yeah, the company. No, um, it's 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 interesting. It's just a it's it's a window into a different world. Anyway, so that was interesting to me. Will, do you have anything else you want to chime in before we go back to sharing? Yeah, I'd like to touch on the um, the AI descriptions. I think oh, it's yeah. a good thing for uh, those who uh, are feeling too lazy to write their own description because it'll set my descriptions apart. I think it gives me a chance to be uh, to be creative with my descriptions and stuff and maybe add a little bit of humor to it. And uh, I think that makes for uh, a little bit more of a personal description that people might uh, resonate with. Okay, that's, that's one way of looking so you're, at it. You're, in, you're all for writing your own, correct? Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Separates yeah. the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Do, I don't like reading something that just seems like regurgitated um, noise that doesn't help me give information, but just wants to tell me if I'd be cozy in it or not. Right. So I also don't like AI descriptions. But they could, if they really wanted to, they could use it in other ways that I think would be more productive and could coach people to produce better listings. You know, they could say, well, that's funny. The photograph looks awfully blue. Why have you listed it as red? And by the yeah. way, you haven't put a collar size in there. And, you know, have you thought about adding this word because per our database, that would might be a suitable description. And they could just nudge you in the right direction and coach you how to write a better listing rather than spoon-feeding you a garbage answer, which people will cut and paste blindly. Yes. Uh, and that just makes a bad buying experience because you're yeah. probably factually wrong. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's early days. I just think well, eBay's kind of got seduced by their own technology on this. They think it's wonderful. And, yeah, from their point of view, it probably reduces the number of abandoned listings that people never get around to finishing. It may They say it scores higher with Google. 
But I just at the end of the day, it's not Google that counts. It's the buyer that counts. And to my mind, as a buyer, it just comes across as complete gibberish. And it's a huge red flag, and I'm less likely to bid. Or at least if I bid, I'm going to bid a lot lower. So I don't know quite how it may thinks it helps, but there we are. Well, I'm sure it's uh, it'll it'll settle down over the next year or so. Yeah, I have enough interactions with AI when I'm trying to get <clears throat> customer support on a chat line. <laughs> All right, am I next? Yes. All right. You know what? I already did all of mine, but I want to say that, Philip, you solved my problems. And if you were sitting next to me, I'd have to give you a big hug. <laughs> well, and you because... should tune in more often because I got lots of lots of uh, lots of advice. <laughs> this is awesome. Well, there Do you, you know, go. I... you should write in with your questions and we could answer them and uh, maybe provide yes. a useful service. Exactly. I, by the way, I've talked to eBay concierge twice yeah. about this issue. And I was like a, a pit bull not letting him off the phone. Yeah. I'm like, there's got to be a way. But there's always Philip a way. It's how. just a case yeah. of how, how obscure is it? Yeah, this is very right. useful. Good. Well, I'm glad we've solved someone's uh, problems yes. this week. So someone's got a, so something much. out of the show. Another one, perhaps on the negative side for me, and this hits me a lot, but it might hit you too. And this is the fact that eBay is blocking a large percentage of sales to the UK. Now, for me, UK is probably the second biggest export market after Canada. Um, and so I'm losing thousands of dollars a year thanks to this action that eBay is taking that they won't publicly acknowledge, or at least they give you a somewhat specious reason for it. So I have 322 items listed at the moment. So if I just bring it on my store, how many? look at all the items, it'll say 322 at ebay.com. If I go to the URL, and you can try this with your listings, and just replace the .com with .co.uk, leave everything else the same, and then see how many, how many listings it reports. So in my case, the 322 drops to 13. So oh, eBay wow. is blocking 96% of my listings from being sold to the UK. But is it eBay's fault or is it because of legislation that they can't well, be sold on there? the story that they give you, they give you various stories. The one they tend to stick to is UK has a new product marking regime or something that they don't want to fall foul of. And I'm thinking, okay, and this is to do with like um, electrically powered items, you know, things that plug into the wall. And that's true to some extent. Um, but I don't sell new stuff. All my stuff is used pretty much. And I think it's very strange that they're saying that there's legislation that applies retrospectively to items manufactured in the past that can't now be sold. That doesn't make sense to me. And by the way, a lot of my stuff isn't stuff you plug in the wall. I mean, all my computer sound cards, of which I've got several hundred sitting on a shelf here, um, they're blocking those. Well, those don't need any kind of power mm. marking. So what, why is this? What's going on? Um, and they clam up <clears throat> if, I, if you ask the question. So I'm going to try again because I did get someone's email from the last seller check-in who offered to take the question offline via email. So I'll let you know what they say. Oh, okay. um, but that's a bummer, really, because that's a huge market that they're, they're blocking. That I, is a huge I suspect market. some internal politics within eBay, but what do I know? Um, so that's my that's one of my negatives from 2003. They've killed the UK uh, for US sales, and I'm not the only person. If you go look at the discussion boards and people writing in Q and A in seller meetings and stuff, see what you think. 
Let us know what you find. Just go to your store, pull up all your items, change the URL from .com to .co.uk and note how many items drop off the page. I'm losing 96%. That's quite a lot. Okay, that's, well, that's, that's enough for me yeah. for that one. Will, anything else you want to add or should we go back to Sherry? Yeah, so I don't know. The, ship, the international shipping is kind of is good and bad. It's nice because it opens me up to a, a, a larger market Indeed. of people. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems like everything that I've shipped internationally either takes forever to arrive or mm. st- has still not been marked delivered, you know, and it's small items and stuff. Uh, mm. I sold like a 48-star flag like six weeks ago, and it says it's still in transit. So... Uh, I'm not sure what the deal is there, but uh, it's taking mm. forever. I'm sure they. I'm sure the the people overseas are under the understanding that it's going to take a while. But it would be nice to have some updates there. It's interesting. Sometimes their own tracking on their own tracking numbers isn't the best, but right. you can go to parcelsapp.com and plug in the eBay number, and oftentimes it will find more information. <gasps> That's right. That's, That's when right. Sherry told that. Where was a tip that from Sherry on a previous show? And you can see it. And you can also, via that service, get the underlying tracking number, the tracking number of the delivery company used for the last mile. And quite often that will show you whether it's been delivered or not. Oh, nice. And that can be handy if you get a dispute. And typically the reps that deal with disputes know about that site, but whether they share that with you or not, I don't know. But uh, um, that's kind of the unofficial place that we all go to to find out what's really going on. Gotcha. So that's yeah. parcelsapp.com. Good tip from Sherry the other day. We got that offer. So well done. Thank you. Um, and I don't know. I, To be honest, I'm starting to try and substitute eBay, the old eBay, well, not the eBay International Shipping, the eBay Standard International, I think, uh, instead of certainly first class and priority mail because I'm comfortable enough that the delivery times, at least that I'm getting, are no worse than using postal services, perhaps not as good as express mail, but they're kind of just a bit below that. Plus, I'm comfortable that I get better delivery confirmation, particularly, say, Germany, which is quite a big overseas market, but the international tracking on delivery is just horrible, um, apart from maybe express mail. Um, So I'm kind of, even though that's not what the buyer selected, that's what I'm using uh, more often than not. And I haven't been burnt yet, but you never know. Yeah, I'm loving eBay international shipping and the fact that I don't get international returns Ah. because selling clothing, I did get them periodically and it became messy here and there. So I'm loving that eBay is doing that. Okay. Okay. Is it my turn or am I out of turn? Off you go. Okay. Because I I remembered what it was, so I'm ready to go. Uh, mine is the authenticity guarantee with handbags and jewelry and watches. I've had interactions with all of them and I love it. I'm the most grateful for the jewelry because, uh, like I mentioned last week, a diamond ring was returned, but it was, went back through authenticity guarantee. So being that I'm not a gemologist, um, that takes the stress away from me. And then ironically, it sold a few days later after I re-listed it. So Good. hopefully this person keeps it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one for me that's not necessarily eBay's fault entirely. And this is coming up, by the way. See, this is something you might want to pay attention to. As of 2024, eBay is going to start publishing 
your and my direct email and telephone numbers in listings that are visible to people in the European Union. So the .ch, .fr, .de, .ch, the, the, the foreign sites that, that eBay uses are going to be displaying your email address and your telephone number in clear text, not behind any press to reveal kind of thing uh, on those listings. That's my understanding. They mentioned it on their podcast and they went a bit quiet after that. <clears throat> I went back to both Griff and Brian and said, "That's that's this is going to be like a mess because when I tried after their broadcasts on the eBay podcast to change my phone number or email address or something, I was less worried about being exposed. All it did was just change my main account details, which is not really very helpful. Um, however, I re-tried that process again, I think yesterday, and it does seem that they've done a bit of development and programming in that you can, as far as I can tell, on the basis of a very simple quick test, have a different email address, and a different phone number for the purposes of your public information, and you don't have to give out your regular account email. Why is that important? Well, obviously, you don't want a million spammers, spam messages coming in via your regular eBay account that get mixed up with your real traffic. And yeah. perhaps more importantly, you don't want to give all the phishing people, the people that send those spoof emails out, your standard email address. Because if you publish your regular email account, you're going to be getting a million emails from people saying, oh, uh, you've had a Vero report. You know, your listing's been taken down. Click here to log in and get the details. And people are going to be giving out their login details, and there's going to be a massive amount of account compromise, compromised accounts going on. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, I think I put uh, unmonitored address at, you know, my store domain name dot com as that email address. So if I start getting emails coming in saying to unmonitored address at, I can think, well, hang on a second, someone's pulled that off the European sites. That's not yes. real traffic, or if it is, I don't really care about it. Um, and I can then put a different color or move it to a different box or whatever I want to do with it. And there's less likelihood I'm going to be suckered by a phishing message. But if you don't change that email address or have a separate email box or whatever you want to do with it, uh, I think you're risking um, being confused. And, and it's easy to fall in the trap of just clicking on something. Philip, how did you do that? Um, it's, uh, I, I won't, so perhaps next time I'll give you the, the exact detail, but okay. it's kind of where you have your addresses in your eBay accounts, so not the seller hub, but your general account page. Yeah. <clears throat> You'll see there's a personal info section and a public business info section if you're uh-huh. a business seller. Uh, and you can have different data, at least as far as I can tell, uh, for each one of those. And I'm pretty sure that the business one is what they'll be publishing into, into Europe and your personal data need not be the same. That's that's where I think Good. we're at with this thing. So it's bad that this is happening. Bad that eBay didn't realize this until the last minute. Bad they didn't talk to the regulators and get something slightly better, like at least, a, you know, identify the motorcycles before we tell you the answer, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but the good news is at least as far as I can tell, you are able to give them different information for the purposes of, of publishing this, and you can therefore then filter the incoming garbage that comes back in a way of your choosing. Nice. There we go. Uh, that, I think that's it from me. Anybody else got any more they want to add? Will, do you? I don't have any others. Uh, just the tax thing, you know, from what I've seen that uh, the threshold used to be uh, – like a, lar- a much larger number, and then this year they're going down to like <laughs> very low. 
Uh, so I'm not looking forward to doing taxes this year. Maybe I'm still uh, in the hobby phase, so it maybe won't affect me too bad. But if uh, if this next year uh, pro- proves to be prosperous, it could be uh, issues for me next year. I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but I believe they got it held off so that 2024 is still at 20,000. I, I think so. I, I think it was. That? I don't remember. I think it was. I think it's the same for one more year. Was yeah. it five thousand the year after that is being yes. proposed? But that it may change. Yeah, something Might like be that. Brought down to five. But at the end of the day, I, I think um, pretty much if you're listening to this, the chances are that you probably are reasonably serious about selling on eBay, and um, it's going to be the same workload either way. Tax time. It's it's the yep. onesie twosie kind of people that probably might be on the margin. Yep. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that was our thoughts for 2023. Things we thought went well, maybe not so well. If you have any thoughts and want to contribute, we'll put those out. Uh, you can get in touch with us at our website. That is sell, sell, sell dot online. Or give us a call, 833-EBAY-723 for your voicemail. Um, Sherry, we've got one or two quick diary items before we go. Oh, man, they didn't come over. Do you want to cover those? <laughs> well, our usual one, given that, well, we're kind of hitting the end of the month. Maybe if you get this in super, super quick time, you'll be able to make uh, a last-minute purchase using your uh, eBay coupon for... Uh, yes, one more day. I won't say the word free supplies, because at least if we do, you have to do the air quotes around it, because you are paying for them. <clears throat> so that's your coupon running out very, very soon. And also, my advice is, just going back to taxes, is that if you need to do your taxes, chances are you're going to be declaring your inventory because the tax people like to know whether your inventory went up or down in a given year uh, because it raises and lowers the amount of tax that you're due. Uh, Nothing like uh, arriving home somewhat inebriated on the evening of the 31st. And before you fall asleep and go to bed and crash out, uh, you want to go to your computer and you want to download your current active listings uh, because that will then be your record of what inventory you had at the end of the year. And so come the night before taxes are due in April, you've got that file because it's a really hard file to recreate four months down the road. And that will tell you what what inventory you had and uh, do that every year. Then you can know exactly how it changes year to year. That's good advice. And uh, uh, just sticking with (laughs) our tax thing here. um, Also, by the way, if you're like me, you you buy a lot on eBay and you're buying for your business, you've probably sent in your uh, state sales tax certificate to get that tax taken off. Well, that's about to run out in a couple of days. Uh, So you might want to send eBay the 2024 certificate uh, otherwise, they'll start charging you tax again. You have to do it every year. And now's a pretty good time to do it because uh, it's the end of the year. That's right. There you go. And I think that's the, the it in terms of the things you need to do between now and uh, the end of the year. So I think that's it, probably. Will, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Hope uh, you've uh, enjoyed your little uh, exposure here. Definitely. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> very thank good. You, and thank Will, you to Sherry for, for doing all the hard work on the show, yes. Fred. That's, uh, that's very generous hey. of you. You know, anytime you want a game show, <laughs> that's something I can do. <laughs> All right. So it's Philip Jackson saying thank you for your time this week. And? and thank you so much for joining us. Happy New Year. And this is Fake Announcer Guy saying, see you next time.